What is up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Unrated Ebony, the podcast. For my new listeners, my name is Ebony Anderson Brown, and I am the editor in chief and publisher of Hang Time Magazine. And I have a photography book coming out called Clubhouse Rules. Um, if you don't follow me on social media, it's all that I've been talking about. Um, and it features photographs that I've taken over the years in nightclubs, warehouses, house parties, you know, the list goes on. So, as promised, this week's episode will be dedicated to the history of black music. But, of course, starting with the present, because I'm only 24 and I can only talk about so much. Yeah. Um, Before I say another word, I just want to get this out of the way. Music is black history. Okay? And we are making history every single day. And by we, I don't just mean black people. I mean, like, this generation right now. Like, we are making history every single day guys um and i say this because last week pbs soundfield released their latest documentary episode on jersey club yo it was really dope watching it because they talked with jersey club queen meek and one of baltimore's club pioneers dj tamil about how the genre taking social media by storm came to be now i never heard of soundfield prior to watching Um, that 15 minute documentary, but I definitely subscribe to their content because it's really good and very informative. Like I love being educated and I love music. So it just seemed right. I, it kind of, I find it very shameful that I found out about it now, but better late than never. Um, but yeah, uh, the documentary or like, I, like, I kind of just gave you my like two cents, but it was not, it was just a nice introductory, um, to the genre. But it definitely left me wanting more, um, especially as someone who is a part of the culture. <laughs> um, now, if y'all y'all know me, you know I absolutely love Jersey Club. I love dance music in general. My mom, uh, she would used to play house music while she would clean or exercise, and it's made me a diehard fan today. I was introduced to Jersey Club while working at my school's, um, my college radio station. And the DJs there will play these crazy ass remixes to some of my favorite songs. And that's kind of, that's just how I got into it. Um, you know, I like ended up like digging through SoundCloud playlists, um, just creeping on people's accounts <laughs> after that. Um, and the genre was still fairly new. Um, and by the time Jersey Club had gone mainstream, I had become so connected to the culture as a DJ and a photographer. You know, the events I went to were exhilarating and lively that I had to capture those moments. And I did. Um, some photos were good, others were bad, um, but it just felt so good to have documented it all. And I'm so glad that I did because Jersey Club is now being recognized as a genre globally. Um, and it's because of all the people who lifted the culture up. Um, and you know, that brings me to my next point. A lot of genres before Jersey Club, you know, it's something for black and brown people to get down to. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with music being shared widespread, but there's everything wrong with leaving out the originators. Um, it's something we often see in hip hop, rock and roll, blues, soul. Again, the list goes on. And this is the biggest issue that the music industry has 
and it's acknowledging that music is black history. There's a background story with every genre and the pioneers who carry them, similar to Jersey Club. Um, it's a sing song that reflects the society and culture of the current times and it always gets appropriated. Sometimes it can be good, um, and an example there is like, uh, ooh, good one, A-Track. That's a good one because he actually like spread dance music to Europe. Like so many Europeans like started making their own music, but the problem there was that people didn't know that it was black music. <laughs> they just saw a bunch of white dudes, a bunch of bros getting down to their version of what club music uh, club music is it didn't really showcase what the culture and what the genre really was about and that's why we have names like edm and dubstep because no one really knew who discovered it and really it wasn't discovered it was just passed down and and it evolved that's how genres really are that's how i see them personally um but yeah, that's just, and that's one example. Another, another example, uh, Club Jersey uh, is this organization based out of London that's, you know, quote unquote, for the culture. Um, and they promote club music, uh, Jersey club music. They have, they have, a, they have so many, they have so many subscribers on YouTube and I laugh because not only does he have one um, YouTube account, but he has seven, he's like three YouTube accounts. Um, and that's in like the amount of subscribers that he has from just those varying accounts is more way more than what the actual producers of the songs you hear would see on their own accounts like other genres music is stolen from club artists and this tends to happen in newly formed music styles um, and I get it and like I said before people just aren't sure who the originator is and that they discovered a new sound and that's really never the case but that's just the mindset that we have and you know aside from appropriated or stolen music there's also racism misogyny and transphobia too um these are major issues in jersey club and the music industry as a whole but you know this is the part of the history too i was really happy with the way that the sound field documentary was structured in the beginning they talk about how jersey club music is all over TikTok, and it is. I noticed too when I first joined the app, I even participated by uploading a couple of videos of myself. It's truly amazing to see people partake in the dances of Jersey Club, whether they've heard it before or not. Before social media, there was a plethora of music blogs that would write reviews, interviews, and artist spotlights of the same music. I was one of them, and I still am. Um, maybe more evolved, but I still do it. My point here is that history repeats itself just in different ways. As a society, we've advanced so technologically, yet we fail to use our newfound resources to do a little research ourselves. Fortunately, there are still good people out there who want to see the culture of different music styles and its people rise above. That's why I was happy to see that Unique was a part of the PBS documentary. It wasn't the first time she'd been interviewed for a documentary piece on Jersey Club, and there are others like Unique in the limelight or working behind the scenes with similar intentions. I hope that you all enjoyed the first part of my telling of black music history. I had a lot of fun doing the research for this episode, and I can't wait to continue on with the story next week.
If you really liked what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star rating on your favorite podcast streaming app. You know I love to continue the conversation online, so remember to follow me on social media at Unrated Ebony. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for listening.